Welcome to Growing Through Grief. I'm your host, Diana Curtis. Growing Through Grief is a weekly sprinkle of education and inspiration to help you take action that leads to personal freedom and greatness. I share powerful conversations with grief experts, spiritual advisors, and other courageous souls in this transformational podcast. I believe with the right support and the power of community, you can eliminate unnecessary prolonged grief. I'm here to teach you how to normalize, recognize, and use grief as a growth tool. I've been a champion for growth for decades since the loss of my mother. Together, we are growing. I'll give you weekly tips and small steps that will move the needle forward so that you are experiencing a healthy inner relationship with yourself. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another conversation on the Growing Through Grief podcast. So I'm recording this conversation a few days before traveling to Canada to a CI conference. And I'm doing a workshop with a community of compassionate inquiry practitioners, medical doctors, therapists, coaches, yoga teachers, and so, so many more. There will be a wide variety of mental health professionals and wellness experts in attendance at this conference. And I'm so, so excited to be in the space with so many hearts that care about the well-being of mankind. So what's my role? My role as a co-facilitator is to speak about and bring attention to inherited family trauma. And I thought it would be a great idea to give you a little peek into what's on my mind regarding this topic. Again, the topic is about inherited family trauma. And you may be asking yourself, what kind of family trauma is she talking about? Because there's so many aspects of trauma that a person might inherit it through their family of origin, such as the trauma around death, incarceration, mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual abuse. And there's so many more. But here's the thing. Many of these events were experienced as early as childhood. And we call those ACEs, Adverse Childhood Experiences. You've heard me talk about those before. The type of family trauma I will be talking about at the conference is around racialized trauma. Yes, you heard me correctly. And here's what I'm really encouraged and hopeful about. That I get to, as a Black female, co-facilitate this workshop on the impact of racism with a white male. Now, of course, our stories will be very different. And I don't mean just from a male-female perspective, but our story will be very different in so many other ways. 
we will be sharing our own personal story and the impact that racism had on our life. So I'm hopeful that he and I will share something that will shift the participants' perspective on racialized trauma. And I hope the audience will see some things that they have not considered in the past. Now, I realize no one really liked to talk about trauma, right? And certainly people are not interested in talking about the trauma of racism. So let me just offer some simple, some simple ways for you to look at any inherited trauma, not just racialized trauma. So let me start with the title. When you heard me share the phrase, bringing attention to inherited family trauma, what happened inside of you? I know what I said, right? But the question is, what did you hear me say? How did those words land for you? What did you notice in your body? What were some of the thoughts that came up, especially when I mentioned racialized trauma? What meaning did you give to those words? What emotions started to rise up in your body? Did it hit you in your gut like a pound of bricks? Were you activated in terms of being curious about it? Did it activate curiosity inside of you? Curiosity about yourself, about your family? Or did it peak curiosity about specific patterns in your family? Are there patterns in your family that could be causing you harm or causing other family members harm? Are there patterns in your life that's keeping you stuck, blocked, and unable to live a full life? So what might some of the emotional patterns look like? What about shame, anger, grief, guilt, fear? And those emotions are vibrating in your nervous system. Those emotions keep coming up for you and you can't figure out what's going on. You can't figure out why you can't let go of those emotions of that yucky stuff. Is it possible that you're carrying the emotional patterns and pain of past generations without realizing they are not yours to carry? Yes, they are yours to heal and to let go of so that they're not carried into the next generation. Those emotional patterns may be causing you to create certain habits or addictions, addictions to numb the pain or simply to get some temporary relief from the pain. And those habits and those addictions are seen by others, maybe other family members, as an individual issue, as your problem. But the truth is, addictions are often evidence of, of family dynamics, evidence of family trauma that started before you were born and is now manifesting again through you. 
You know what I'm talking about, right? You've seen the TV shows. You've seen the family interventions that are intended to heal the person that's addicted, making it all about the person who's suffering and struggling. And it is all about that person. And that person does need the attention and the support of family members. But I believe Family members must also take some responsibility for the root of the issue because it didn't start with the person who was addicted. It may have started as far back with the greatest, greatest, greatest grandparent. And you inherited some of that trauma. That's the whole idea of bringing attention to inherited family trauma. So let's unpack this title a little more. Bringing attention to. To me, it simply means to focus on the thing, the topic, the situation, with the main goal, with the intention of gaining a deeper understanding, deeper awareness, and looking at that subject in different ways. Ways that you may not have considered or thought about in the past. So what are we bringing attention to again? We're bringing attention to inherited family trauma. So what comes up for you when you hear the word inherited? Is it money, finances, cars, homes, land? Is it all material things? And that's great. But there are also invisible, non-tangible things that a person can inherit from their family of origin. I say invisible because you can't see it, but you can certainly feel it. And by it, I mean you can feel the trauma. Trauma changes who you are inside. It changes how you think, how you think about yourself, how you think about the world, how you think about others. Trauma might cause you to embrace certain core beliefs such as not good enough, such as worthless, such as unworthiness. Now, in my experience working with clients, when I ask them about their story, when I ask them to share their story, the words come out so easily. People are very precise and detailed when sharing their story. That story unfolds with such ease. You know the story, right? But do you know the patterns that have been formed around that story? That's where the magic is. The magic is in looking at those patterns, unpacking the patterns, and healing them one layer at a time. So what's your story? What are the patterns that you're seeing in yourself? What are the patterns that you're seeing in your family? What did you inherit from your family? So just start looking at your family inheritance in a different way. And look at it with compassionate, curious eyes. Allow yourself to accept whatever truth unfolds. Whatever it is, just allow that truth 
to come in and then allow that truth to motivate you to your greatest self. Allow yourself to let go of all the mental and the emotional stuff that you've been carrying that's not yours to carry. Let it go. That's what this conversation is all about. This conversation is intended to remind you that you can let it go. It's not yours anyway. Letting it go can be as simple as noticing what's showing up in your mind and in your body at any given time. Just notice, just notice what's happening inside of you. Notice the thoughts that are coming. Notice if those thoughts are rigid. Notice any constriction that's present in your body. And remember to hold it with self-compassion. Are you feeling invisible? Are you sliding through life feeling hopeless and wishing someone would come along and save you? Is it time to stop wishing and time to get busy living life, creating what you desire, living a victorious life of fulfillment in a community with other compassionate hearts, healing, growing, transforming into your greatest potential? Sign up now for the next course, Growing Through Grief System, a holistic and compassionate approach to limitless growth and healing. Visit www.coachingtotheheart.org to learn more. Celebrate yourself, your life, and your legacy. We are growth seekers, mastering the game of life and creating a different reality beyond grief and loss. Now, you probably haven't noticed this yet, but you are likely recycling the same thoughts, the same feelings, the same emotion, the same responses, the same reactions to situations without ever realizing it. You are simply recycling the same pain over and over and over again. And there may be places in your life where you're hurting yourself. So is it time for you to pause and look at some other possibilities for yourself, for your mental health, for your emotional health? Is it time to pause and realize a lot of what you're dealing with is really a memory of the past. And what's happening with you in the present moment is only in your mind. It's not happening in the moment, except in your mind. So what do I mean by that? It's only happening in your mind. Let me give you an example. Let's say as a young child, you witness your parents fighting a lot. And you believed it was your fault. You also believed it was your responsibility to stop them from fighting each other. It was very scary back then. And it's now decades later, and it's still scary to you. It's as if it's happening in the moment. And you are afraid, you're so afraid that it will happen again. 
that moment, those moments are locked inside of your body. And those moments are keeping you in fear and too afraid to give your heart to another person in relationship, friendship, marriage, partnership. You're just afraid. If that resonates with you, the key is to welcome that memory in when it comes. But recognize it for what it is. It's a memory. Don't allow it to lock you down. Work through it, process it, and release it. Learn how to embrace whatever happened in the past as the past and embrace it with self-compassion. Then consider changing your viewpoint. Change your perspective. Change the view from which you see yourself in this situation. And also change your view how you see others who were involved in the situation. Know that you're no longer that child experiencing mom and dad fighting each other. You are now the adult supporting that child's return to a place of safety. Here are three points to consider when giving attention to inherited family trauma. Point number one is, it didn't begin with you. Examine yourself and your family members more closely and identify those patterns, those habits, those addictions that are present in your family. Just look at them and then remember and realize some things happen in the generation before you and the generation before your parents and the generation before your grandparents, your great-grandparents, your great-great-grandparents. You see, it goes way, way back. I can't say this enough. It didn't start with you. It started way back when. It started with your ancestors. And that same fear, that same chaos and trauma that they carried in their nervous system is now living in your nervous system. And that stuff is moving from one nervous system to the next nervous system, from one person to the next person. And it's moving throughout your family. It's moving throughout your community. And your nervous system may be vibrating with shame, fear, guilt, worry, doubt, anger, and a boatload of grief. Now I realize what I've shared here may not be easy to hear or take in. What if you accept your truth and set out to heal it? What if you accept that the trauma happened and this trauma may have happened to you as a child? You may have been exposed to certain thing as a child, as a young adult, as a mature adult, and you never did anything about it. You just stuffed it inside of your body. But what if, what if you accept your adverse childhood experiences, those ACEs that you were either exposed to indirectly or you experienced firsthand? What if you just accept that it happened 
And what are some of those aces? What might those aces look like? If you witness domestic violence, alcoholism, bullying in your home, those are aces. What about the loss of a loved one through divorce, death, or incarceration? Those are aces. So accept those experiences of trauma, accept they happen in your life, and also accept that there's a possibility that they left an imprint of deep, deep pain. And if you don't heal it, this trauma will get passed on. And look at it, look at the trauma, look at what happened without judging yourself. Again, just accept your truth and set out to change it. Accept your truth and set out to transform your life so that your kids and your grandkids don't have to experience the same thing. So if you know, if you realize as you listen to my voice, you know that the shame, the fear, the guilt, the worry, the doubt, the anger, and the grief is vibrating inside of you, you know it's in your nervous system, you know it's in your body, why not consider nurturing those parts of yourself back to a place of love? Why not nurture that part of you that's still stuck and begin to look at the lessons and accept that truth? That truth will then lead you to a place of healing. Remember to remember it's not your fault. Let me say this again. Remember to remember that it's not your fault. It didn't start with you. You didn't choose your family of origin, a family that came with lots of gifts. And one of those gifts just happened to be trauma. But guess what? Guess what else you inherited? Maybe gifts of resilience and inner strength and power and creativity from your family. Let's welcome it all in, not just the trauma, but also the gifts of creativity and power and purpose and passion. So here's point number two, acceptance. Accept whatever happened, happened. Accept that it may have left its imprint, an imprint of trauma and pain, trauma and pain that's not yours to carry. And it doesn't matter if it happened decades ago, but if you did not process it, it's still in your body, it's hurting your body. It's now the time to let it go. Just do your best, even when it's difficult. Now, here's point number three, and I think this is a sweet one. Point number three is the best is yet to come. Now that you realize the trauma didn't start with you, it's not your fault. Now that you are moving into this space of acceptance, it's time to become the most grandest, greatest expression of yourself. It's time to set some expectations for your life. Think about all the wonderful things that you've already experienced. 
And yes, think about some of the things that were not so wonderful. But know the best is yet to come. Claim all of your birthright. You know what scripture says. Freedom and love and joy, peace and wealth is your birthright. Know that the best is yet to come. Know that there are miracles all around you. And if you're listening to my voice, if you're listening to this episode, your first miracle was your breath. Yes, the miracle starts with your breath, which is life. I told you this was going to be sweet. And then think about how you start each day in meditation. Start your day in a childlike attitude. You know how enthusiastic a child can be? Just become a child. No matter your age, be like a child and follow what your soul is yearning for. Even if your heart is breaking into little pieces right now, give it what it wants. Give your heart what it needs. And then begin to bring all those little pieces of the puzzle back together. Create a beautiful image of your future, a beautiful experience of your best self. And begin to move in the direction of your greatest, most grandest self. Create newness, creativity, compassion, and curiosity around your life. Allow, accept, and appreciate every single moment of life. So yes, it's important to bring attention to the inherited family trauma. But you're not interested in staying there, right? Look at that stuff, stare it in the face, accept it's there. Get the lessons from it, get whatever it's teaching you. And then work with a professional, work with someone you trust who can help you clear it all out and replace it with a vision of greatness. Listen to your heart. The heart is always telling you which direction to go in. The heart is always yearning for itself. Yes, there will be days when you may have to deal with both and. You may have to deal with the trauma one moment and then greatness the next moment. Until pretty soon, you're just working with your greatest self. Your job is to never, never, ever forget the best is yet to come. Start claiming that for your life. Start claiming it now. Start enjoying everything that's before you. And remember what I shared earlier about the enthusiasm of a child? Do you remember when you were a child or maybe one of your children? Do you remember how they gave so much attention to small things? Maybe a stick, a rock, dirt, maybe even mud. A child can give so much attention to small things. They can be with those things and feel so much joy. Are you able to be a child again? Are you able to connect and be with that child that's within you and bring her back to a place of love? And just remember this, you don't have to do this alone. I have an entire community of women moving into their greatest self with other women in a safe environment. 
The Compassionate Heart Community is a membership where we're all joining together in a sacred community, the young and the old, the tender hearts, and women of wisdom coming together and supporting each other as we all return home to a pure heart. If you're just a little bit interested in hearing more about the Compassionate Heart community, don't hesitate to reach out and let me know so that you can get all of your questions answered. You can reach out via my email. It's diana at coachingtotheheart.org. I would love to have a deeper conversation with you regarding this community. We would love to have you join us, a group of beautiful souls working with our inner children in a fun, fun, exciting way. So come on in. Don't hesitate to come into a sacred space where you are examining, unfolding, unlearning, and releasing inherited family trauma. So there you have it. I hope you grab hold of these three points that I've shared here. If not all three, at least one, so that you can start growing and expanding into your greatest, most grandest self. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Growing Through Grief and being part of this loving community of women. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share and spread the word. Let's help all women become richer and more nourished in their heart so that they're able to just keep on rising. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or topic ideas, or you would like to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly at coachingtotheheart.org. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode. In the meantime, keep on growing.